Live from the Youth Today studio at Kennesaw State University, you're listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Watch Dogs program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Also brought to you in cooperation with Youth Today. Youth Today is a publication of the Center for Sustained Journalism at Kennesaw State University. If you want to know what's going on with Youth Today, go to youthtoday.org. Hello, this is Otha Thornton, the National PTA President, and you are listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Well, hello and welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. This is Keith Shoemaker, live at the Youth Today studio at Kennesaw State University. We have a great show in store for you today. Um, we are going to be talking to the American School Counselors Association National School Counselor of the Year, Mindy Willard, from uh, her office in uh, at Sunset Ridge Elementary in Glendale, Arizona. We have had a great week, and, and it seems like every time we open up this mic, we've got some great things to talk about. I just had the opportunity to get back from Pensacola, Florida, where we were invited to speak before the Escambia County Council of PTAs. And, uh, and that is an awesome group. They, they're doing some wonderful work down there in Pensacola. But we had a chance to train about 23 people in the Watchdogs program. They've only got one school running the program in their district right now. But uh, I'd tell you here in about a month to a month and a half, you're going to see a, a, a pretty significant growth in uh, Watchdogs and, of course, a significant growth in PTA membership down there as well. Also had a chance this week, uh, last Thursday, to go out uh, just not far from my home uh, right here in, uh, in metro Atlanta. went to Paulding County, Georgia, and got to speak to the Paulding County Council of PTAs. Once again, uh, had a great opportunity, met the superintendent out there, and we're going to be doing some great work in growing the program in, uh, in metro Atlanta here as well. Uh, I know Eric was in Nashville. Eric can't join us today, unfortunately, but uh, he was in Nashville, Tennessee, had some uh, great work up there with the um, Parent Engagement Committee, I believe it was, uh, up there at uh, in, in Nashville. So uh, bring on, bringing on my wonderful good friend, co-host Chris, out there at the Mothership in Springdale. Chris, how you doing today? I'm good, Keith. Thanks for uh, hosting this call and let me be a part of it. How are you doing? Well, I tell you what, I'm uh, I'm better than I deserve. Some people will know what that means, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, having a good time. Uh, spent uh, two days at the beach and saw some awesome rain. Uh, Want to stay positive? It was some of the best rain I had ever seen for two straight days at the beach. But uh, back here in Atlanta, nice, bright, and sunny. How about in uh, Springdale? Oh, it was a beautiful weekend and uh, gorgeous, you know, weather. It finally got hot here. Uh, you know, mid mid uh, mid nineties, the mid nineties. So, uh, you know, uh, the past the previous week we had a cool front move in, and had us in the uh, lower eighties. So it was, uh, you know, getting back to normal temperatures here for for Arkansas. But yes, I know what you mean, Keith. Dave and his father followers will be proud that you are better <laughs> than you deserve. <laughs> that you're better as, than you deserve. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll ever be up to his level, but uh, but certainly having uh, having fun with the here in the radio studio, uh, and then of course coming up, you know the excitement is building this week, and uh, 
we're gonna we're gonna have a little uh, sporting activity coming up on Saturday that it, uh, uh, most college football fans are getting pretty excited about. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, don't uh, don't need to talk about that silly hat that I wore on Saturday, Chris. Where you're not gonna bring that up, are you? Oh man, woo pig Stewie, you bet. <laughs> I, I, that just totally improved your looks, and uh, I, I think you, you had probably uh, increased your likes from all your Arkansas followers. So uh, I, I you, would. You look pretty so. sharp in that hat. Well, I uh, I saw the hog hat and I thought, uh, you know, this I'm going to have some fun. I put the thing on, took a picture of it. Next thing I know, I've got threats of uh, Facebook posts and uh, sending it out to everybody. But uh, hey, it's all in fun. Love love it. Love this time of year. Uh, I am a uh, dyed in the wool Buckeye. My wife is a Gamecock. So uh, this week, she's actually going to be rooting for that other um, that other team that's in South Carolina. Don't quite remember what their name is but uh but they're going to be uh playing one of our nemesis here since we are not myself i'm a big 10 fan living in sec country but let's get off of that or we're gonna have some crazy phone calls <laughs> coming up here well chris uh we have the honor today of being joined by the american school counselors association national school counselor of the year mindy willard now mindy is a school counselor at Sunset Ridge Elementary School in Glendale, Arizona. And uh, she is also the president-elect of the Arizona School Counselors Association. And we're very proud to have with us today Mindy Willard. Mindy, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, we uh, we are very proud and honored to have you with us. Uh, and if you would, Mindy, how about just give us a little bit of your background and how you got to be where you are today. Okay. Uh, well, I actually grew up in Indiana, and I attended Ball State University, so I, I know a little bit about your – you said Big Ten is what you're <laughs> talking about. I don't know much about it, but I'd have to talk to my husband, but <laughs> uh, there you go. I'm familiar familiar with the term anyway. And So I grew up there. I went to Ball State, and I came to Phoenix right upon finishing my master's degree in school counseling. Um, while at Ball State, I, I have an undergraduate degree in in psychology, and I had several small jobs throughout college to try to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I worked in um, a domestic violence shelter. I worked in juvenile detention. I worked in group homes, just trying to find my right fit, and that's where I mm-hmm. discovered school counseling. And uh, kind of history from there, I found a, the perfect district. I work in the Pendergast School District in um, the west side of Phoenix, and it's just been a dream for school counselors. Uh, they really allow us to do what school counselors are meant to do in the schools. And I've been here for 10 years, and I, I can't imagine being anywhere else. Well, that's great. Um, you know, One of the things that I noticed is that early on in your career, um, I see you did some work in uh, in juvenile detention. Is that I did, correct? yes. Yes, I you did. Know, one, one of the things that we look at um, as far as from the outlook of the National Center for Fathering as well as uh, watchdogs and what we do is we look and see at what the effect of fatherlessness causes. And, and, and we looked at you know almost every major socioeconomic um, uh, situation is impacted by fatherlessness. Would you, would you say that some of the youth that you worked at or worked with in, in juvenile detention, what do you think the level of father involvement was with those kids? Um, I, it was not much. I, I know that when I did work with students, a lot of them – their their dads weren't around or their fathers were incarcerated uh, and i think that had a profound impact they typically would talk of of their mothers and the mother figures in their life their grandmothers their aunts 
those were the people that were surrounded surrounding them and helping to raise them. So many of them, if they did have their father or know their father, he was not actively present in their mm, lives, wow. unfortunately. So basically just repeating the cycle. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Wow. That's, that's, you know, let's, let's, let's keep the world, we're all working together to try to change that and to try to make, make things right. a, a, a little bit better. Um, you know, a couple of things as far as your um, participation as the school counselor of the year, what really, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big honorable title. What does that, uh, what does that ask of you? What is, what are your responsibilities in that position? Um, well, I, I think right now it's I've just been doing things such as this, just speaking on behalf of our profession, the school counseling profession, and um, being out there to answer questions, to provide interviews, whether they're radio or written, and just to educate and others about what we do in our schools. There's a big misperception mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. what school counselors do. Our profession has changed dramatically over the years, oh, so yes. a lot of People my age, in their 30s or 40s, we view school counselors as they were when we were in school in the mm -hmm. 80s and 90s. And, and the profession has just completely changed over the years. So a big piece of my job is advocating for school counselors, getting the word out there about what we're doing, how we are impacting every single student in a school, not just those students or students with specific needs or issues, um, and helping to promote school counselors just within education in general, unfortunately, we're in a time where there's been massive budget cuts and mm -hmm. school counselors have been at the top of that list. And I, I think a lot of that is due to the misconception of what we do and what we can do in our schools exactly. when given the opportunity. Exactly. You know, one of the things when I started spending a lot of time around schools, it was interesting to me to find out that, you know, I, I, I was trying to do the watchdog schedule and I would have teachers come to me and say, well, that's our counseling time. And I thought, I didn't know what that was. I didn't. I didn't understand. Now, you know, I graduated at high school in 1982. So, you know, uh -huh. back then it was the guidance counselor. You know, that's right. who you went to to find out. You know, how do you do your college application? And, right. and there really wasn't anybody at the um, at the elementary or even middle school level. There, you know, there was a school psychologist or something like that sure. that came maybe for an hour on Thursday or something like that. But. Um, but that's a, that's a big evolution. That's a big change where school counselors are actually in the classroom teaching classes on a regular basis. Can those of us that have been outside of education, can you kind of enlighten us on what's going on there? Definitely. Yeah. Um, and what One of the major changes was the adoption of the um, AFCA national model, which is the best practices for school counseling. And the American School Counseling Association promotes this. And, and when schools are – Focusing on a national model, that means they're running a comprehensive data-driven program. And a lot of what we do is driven by data. I know the misperception is when we were kids, the counselor just kind of hangs out and waits for a kid to come to them. Mm -hmm. Or the, the kid only talks to the counselor when they're looking to discuss going to college. And if, that, mm -hmm. if you didn't have that issue or you didn't want to talk about that, then you did not see your school counselor. Now school counselors, K-12, we focus mm -hmm. on the academic, career, and personal social development of all students in the school. So in my school, I have 650 students, and I get into every single classroom monthly, if not twice a month, and I provide prevention lessons. And those lessons are, they vary by grade level depending on what the data shows me. So I, I really use office referral data, attendance data, test scores to let me, to drive my program so that I know what I'm doing is effective. 
And, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where we're going with that. Now, we, we still work with small groups of students um, who have particular issues or needs. I do a lot of study skills groups, um, students. Sometimes we, we still work with students who are maybe um, having family changes or grief. A lot of what we do is really focused toward removing barriers to their academic achievement. Mm-hmm. And we're still here for those individual needs, but we are not mental health counselors. A lot of us are trained to be mental health counselors, but that is not our role in the schools. Our role in the schools is to work with all students in the areas of academic, career, and personal social development. Okay. Well, um, and then you had mentioned the uh, the ASCA model program, um, and yes. we continue when we talk about um, some of the things that we've been seeing. We I see the term RAMP. Can yes. you kind of tell us what RAMP sure. means? RAMP stands for Recognized ASCA Model Program, and that is just kind of um, the elite of school counseling programs, and it's it's showing the world showing education that you are running a top-notch program in your school. It's a comprehensive program. It's driven by data. You know, data is the hot term these days in education. Everything is data-driven and data-focused. School counseling programs are no different. We do things intentionally. Um, There used to be a term called drive-by guidance or drop-in guidance, and, and that's not what we do anymore. We don't just wait until something comes to us. We're using data. We're being proactive. And so with RAMP, you are it's, it's a long process. It takes about a three-year process to put together this portfolio of information to show that you are um, running a comprehensive data-driven school counseling program for all of your students. And okay. would, it be, so, would it be fair to sure. say that that is, is more or less an accreditation through ASCA? It, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, I think that's probably the best way to, to explain it. It's... Um, you know, it's just showing that you have a top-notch program. And when you submit, there are ramp reviewers all around the country, and uh, you submit your portfolio, and three different reviewers review it. They score it on a rubric, and um, you find out whether or not you have received that designation. And they have a, a wonderful but, um, event at the National School Counseling Conference annually in June to recognize those programs. Wow. Okay, well that's uh, that was something I have seen that uh, you know I've I've been following a lot of the school counselor blogs and and um the group wise and all of and, and some of the things and I kept seeing ramp and I never understood what that was. You know, it's kind of interesting, you know, we talk about watchdogs being uh, a male's on ramp to their child's education. So I, I was kind of a little confused there. Oh, uh, a terminology <laughs> a different. issue. Sure. But, uh, but certainly that's uh, – thank you for explaining that. That was just something no that's, uh, that that has come up a couple of times. Um, now, the uh, now you are also president-elect of the Arizona School Counselors Association. Is that correct? I am. I have the honor of doing that. We actually just spent an entire weekend doing our Leadership Development Institute this weekend. Um, wow. And it, it's just a fabulous experience in getting to know counselors around the, the state of Arizona, but it's also mm-hmm. given me a chance to connect with um, leaders across our country and, and touch base with presidents and presidents-elects of other school counseling associations. That's awesome. You certainly got a full plate, that's for sure. <laughs> I sure do. Well, the, one of the comments that I, uh, I, I see that you made um, was that, uh, you know, school counselors are realistically the first line of defense. Right. And when we're talking about things, you know, there are, um, I mean, you have 650 students in your school, and you basically have some type of a relationship with every single one of them. And, I, and that's amazing right. to think that you can do that. 
and, and I do that by getting into the classrooms and um, doing those prevention lessons. And we, school counselors, definitely work hand-in-hand -hand with our teachers, and I'm able to do that because of the support of my school district, my superintendent, my school board here in the Pendergast School District. They um, do not hide the fact that they support school counselors and what we do wholeheartedly. But my teachers are also super supportive in letting me get into the classrooms because they see the impact that I have. And school counselors are – we're also working with Common Core standards and aligning our lessons to Common Core. I can yes. easily tweak, tweak my lessons to make sure that I am meeting the needs, their academic needs as well, as the, the personal, social, or career um, components that I am providing during my lessons. That That is great. And, and, of course, from our aspect in Watchdogs, you know, we can understand that because we understand that when a dad takes a day off from work and comes in, and has a chance to set foot in the classroom to be able to understand what today's education system is like versus when what we did when we went to school. Right. So right. that is something that um, you know that we continue to promote the fact that you know one father engagement is is tremendously important. Um, when we see a, a fatherless family, we see the the data driven information, the statistics that say. The child is more likely to be poor. The child is more likely to be doing poorly in school. The child is more likely to be suspended. Uh, the the list goes on and on, you know, down to and including teen pregnancy. So right. we we are um, we are very happy to be supportive of what you are doing. Um, we we strongly support the American School Counselors Association, and and one of the things that I like to uh, say all the time is that I really enjoy being able to present to school counselors. Because they get it, they understand right. the difference and in, in, in what the needs are. So, uh, so that's great. Um, we have an opportunity. I don't, uh, I don't know if this is a surprise to you or not, but we have one of your predecessors on the line here. As soon as I can get my computer mouse to get me where I want to be, uh, we have Barb on the line. And Barb, you're going to have to help me with your last name. But 2010 School Counselor of the Year, Barb, help me with your last name. My last name is Makuchi. Makuchi, that's not so bad. Okay. Well, Barb, welcome to Watchdogs Radio. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, um, Barb reached out to us uh, a couple of weeks ago with a video that um, she did at her local school about the Watchdogs program. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, about your school and your program, Barb? Sure. Um, my school is located in King of Prussia, PA, which is a town for about um, 20 miles uh, I think it's west of um, Philadelphia. Um, it's a very diverse community. Uh, we have about 430 students. And we have had the Watchdog program for the last three years. We'll be kicking off our fourth year this year. That's great. So if, have, you, have you seen, as far as looking at, um, from a counselor's point of view, what type of impact have you seen by bringing the Watchdogs program in and having the fathers more involved and, and more supportive of the school? Okay. Well, one of the things I heard Mindy say was the fact that we're very data-driven now, our programs, and we are. And so one of the things we've done which are with our Watchdog dads is we have intentionally tried to schedule our dads to help us work with some of our students that are at risk. Um, and what I have personally seen, and I've been looking at the data over the last couple of years, 
first of all, we have had about 125 dads come through our doors every year. That's pretty amazing. We have a dad almost every single day. Um, And we have dads that have come more than once. Um, But what I've seen is I do a parent workshop in the fall, and I've been doing it for, I don't know, maybe nine years now, nine or ten years with third and fourth grade um, students and their parents in terms of helping them get on board with homework. And this last year I saw a huge increase in terms of the number of dads that attended my workshop. Mm-hmm. And I can't, can't, I have to say, I have to attribute it to the fact that more of our dads have gotten into school. I think they see what the school does. They see the importance of male involvement. And so I think where it used to be felt in a family, you know, the moms would come for our open house or our back to school. I think our dads are starting to feel more comfortable getting involved with the academic piece of school. Beautiful. Beautiful. And that's what we say all the time. You know, watchdogs just get them over that threshold. But once they're in there, they see how important they are. They see the look on on not only their child's face, but on the faces of the other students as well. Just that they're happy and excited to have them there. They're getting those high fives, and 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 we just. I mean, I that's why I still volunteer as a watchdog on a regular basis, uh, uh, even though I've been involved, you know, five five years now, and I'm a top dog at a, at a middle school now. Um, it, it's just when you see that look on the face, it just really makes such a difference. Um, and the guys are getting the message. They're 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 beginning to get it. So great. Mm-hmm. That is that is awesome. Uh, I appreciate that, and I certainly appreciate the video that you did. Uh, you put a lot of work into that. Yeah. Well, you know, we really wanted to highlight our program. We really felt it was successful, and we thought if we created our own video of what goes on in a day, that would be a great. Um, PR piece for us to show our dads at the kickoff because then they're Mm -hmm. real kids, real dads. And, you know, as you saw from the video, we have our dads talking about what the experience has been for them. We have some kids talking about how they felt having their dad there. So I think it's it's really been a win-win. You know, the, the hard part really is just doing the scheduling can be a little bit, um, you know, it, there's some work involved there because I really sure. do try to individualize the schedule every day we have a dad. And so that is work on our part, but I feel like it pays off because then we really can put the dads where we need them. Right. Now, do you do the scheduling or does the top dog or does who who does the no. scheduling in your school? I do. I do. You and do you it? know what? I, I, yeah, because I think it's really hard for a dad to do it because so much changes with our scheduling. It's so complicated right. to begin with. So, you know, knowing the kids, knowing the teachers, knowing our needs, I think it's just been um, it's been easier for a school person to, to actually do the schedule. Right, right. Well, that, that's great. Well, I appreciate your time, Barb. Barb, do you have any questions for Mindy? Or, Mindy, do you have anything for Barb? No, I, I just want to say hello. I know. Hi. <laughs> Well, uh, it's it's certainly an honor to have the uh, the, the two of you on here today. Um, and one thing, just as a uh, as a thank you to Mindy, um, if you are interested uh, and uh, and you would be willing to take the time to do training, I'm willing to offer you a free Watchdog Startup Kit if you are uh, if you'd be interested in uh, looking at the program at uh, at Sunset Ridge. Well, that's an offer I cannot refuse. I would be more than interested. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Certainly. Well, and we Mindy, will, if you uh, have any questions in terms of, you know, implementation, you can feel free sure. to contact me, and I'd be happy to, you know, give you some of the pointers, Great. things that we've Great. learned. I've already had a lot of ideas going through my head just sitting here listening to you all. It just sounds – it's an amazing program. I've heard a lot about it. 
Um, and I'd, I'd definitely love to look into to moving forward and getting some fathers involved here at, at our school. Well, great. Well, we can certainly uh, talk uh, talk later offline about that. And uh, sure. certainly if you have any questions, we've got about six minutes left in the show. If you have any questions and you're listening live, you can give us a call at 215-383-3728. 215-383-3728. And i tell you what, I'm going to throw another little chip out there. If you are a watchdog school, a current watchdog school, and you have not obtained your uh, 2013-14 renewal kit, if you give us a call right now, I'll give you one for free if you're the first caller. So uh, let's see if that will entice somebody to pick up the phone. I know most of our listeners listen to us in podcasts. We're still getting about 1,000 downloads a week. Um, we love having that uh, that feedback there. Uh, we would just love to know where you're at. We, uh, we're getting some great feedback on our Facebook page as well. Um, uh, let's see if I can give a couple of quick shout-out here. Uh, Jesse Klein checked in with us on Facebook. Uh, we also have uh, Tony Shepard and uh, Deanna Neal from uh, down in Pensacola, who I worked together with this weekend uh, at uh, Escambia County P- uh, PTA. Uh, John Brown. How about Shelly Henderson-Maxwell? We heard from her a couple of weeks ago. She was our guest uh, talking about launching her uh, program putting together her pizza night for this year coming up. So, uh, well, Barb, I'm going to let you go here. Have you got anything uh, anything else you'd like to let us know? No, I think that's it. I just think that I would encourage any counselors that are interested in the program to move forward um, with it. It's a great program. We've absolutely seen some some benefits, and I think the feedback from our dads has been extremely positive. Beautiful, beautiful, and I'm uh, I'm hoping that our uh, Publicizing this on the uh, ASCA GroupWise is going to bring in some more listeners just to to have a chance to find out about the program. And the other thing is if somebody wants to find out a pro- about our program and, and some details about it, we have on Tuesdays and Thursdays, twice on those two days, we offer a training conference call. Now, there's no obligation involved in that. You can call, listen to the presentation, understand what the program's about, um, and then you can choose from there if you want to move forward or not. So that is uh, one benefit that we have. You can register for that on our webpage at fathers.com slash watchdogs. So, uh, Barb, I'm going to let you go here. Thank you so much for joining us, and I'll be back in touch with you. Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Take care. All right. Well, uh, Mindy, we uh, certainly will uh, get in touch with you later and, and discuss the possibilities that we have. Um, with uh, helping you connect even better. I mean, you're obviously, you're the school counselor of the year. You're doing an awesome job out there. And and certainly if there's any way we can help it, we are always available to you. We thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Chris, you have something you want to say? No, I appreciate you taking time to uh, to, to be on the call. Uh, I've enjoyed hearing uh, your comments. And uh, uh, my, my brother-in-law is a counselor for a middle school. And just hearing what you uh, have mentioned, you know, gives me more insight. Uh, to appreciate what he does for my uh, my middle my middle child about who's at the middle school that he attends about how he does the academic the academic achievement for each sure. each child uh, there at the middle school. So uh, now I can you know converse with him a little bit more about what he does. Mm-hmm. So thank you for your time. 
Wonderful. It's been a pleasure, and I am, I'm very excited about learning more about watchdogs and um, possibly implementing that here at our school with your help. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I'll be glad to help you. That's what we're here for. So you can call our office 7 to 4 Mountain Time, 6 to 3 Pacific Time. Ask for me, and I'll be happy to help you, Mindy. Uh, Great. Answer any questions you have after you hear that call. I'll be glad to help you out. Perfect. Thank you so much. Good, Thank you. Good deal. Good deal. And then uh, we'd also like to talk about coming out to do some live training out there in uh, in Arizona. I, I love an opportunity to go to Arizona. So, all right. Well, Mindy, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate the insight you've given us, and congratulations once again on being the American School Counselor Association School Counselor of the Year. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Take care. All right. So that was our good friend Mindy Willard from Sunset Ridge Elementary School in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, She is the American School Counselors Association School Counselor of the Year. Uh, Quite an honor. Uh, She's actually going to uh, take part in selecting who the next school counselor of the year. So maybe you may want to talk to your school counselor at your local school and talk about what it's like to, uh, to attain a higher level. So, uh, all right, Chris. Well, we're going to let let you go here. Uh, we'll, it's always a pleasure talking to you, my friend. Keith, it was nice talking to you. Take care. You too. All right. So as we wind down next week, we're going to have a surprise guest, such a surprise I don't even know who it is yet. But uh, after that, we are going to focus on middle schools, and uh, we're going to talk about the Watchdogs program at the middle school level. And that is going to be uh, on our following program next week. We're also going to be, uh, in the future, we're going to be talking about uh, PTAs and insurance. We've got some great stuff lined up. So check back with us on Watchdogs Radio. Once again, live from the Youth Today studio in Kennesaw, Kennesaw State University, this is Keith Shoemaker. Join us next week for Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio.